Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Props! It's all we want for the Super Bowl, right? We, we just want to bet props. Yeah, cool. The spread's fine. The total's fine. We love, love props. So guess what? Maybe it's a good idea to get somebody on who calls herself the prop princess or the prop uh, the prop queen. Sorry about that. Prop queen. Either way, no matter how many ways I butcher it, she's still very good at betting props. Follow her at Ariel Epstein. You can check her out on Yahoo Sportsbook. She is absolutely everywhere. Uh, she's on about 300 radio shows a day for a good reason, because she's very good at just this, too, prop bets. So, Ariel Epstein, thank you for coming on the show tonight. So, over under how many prop bets that you have ready to go, I'm going to put it at about 35. Oh, my goodness. Oh, no, not that many. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tried to go smaller quantity in bets, larger quantity in money. I guess there we go. L- quality. That's what you're. Lo- you're not looking for. You're looking for quality. You know. <laughs> yeah, quality of the bets. I don't. I don't approach the Super Bowl in the way that others do, where they're all excited to lose their money and bet on dumb things. It's just not my approach. I. I just look at the Super Bowl the way that I look. At any other game, I guess it's because I've staked my reputation on props that I can't go and make these crazy bets because if I give out something stupid like the Gatorade color and it loses, people are going to be mad at me because they're going to tell me. Obviously, I don't know the Gatorade color, guys, so don't ask. Yeah, so that's... I actually have been kind of debating that. Is betting the Super Bowl even fun? Like, is it is it actually fun? No, it's I didn't. Not I, fun yeah, for it's me. it's not fun. A to talk about because we're talking about the same game for two weeks. But it's just it's too many props, and everybody wants a, a hand in some of it. But it's usually not the best to invest so much money in just one game and invest all of this time and effort in the one game. It's just not – the reason it's not fun, in a sense – I mean, it's fun because everyone's so excited about it. Yeah. It's not fun, though, because these numbers are so sharp. Honestly, if I break even from betting the Super Bowl, I'm happy. Obviously, winning is great. If I break even, I'm happy. These numbers are just – I mean, they are the sharpest. This is the sharpest game that you're going to get. It makes it so difficult to just get right on any of them. That's why in my Yahoo Sports article that I wrote earlier this week, do's and don'ts of betting the Super Bowl, I wrote, don't just look at the mainstream props. And I am an overs better. A lot of the sharps will tell you that the under is the sharp play, which it is. I am an overs better. I cap the overs better than I cap the unders. That said, I never, you very, very rarely, especially in the playoffs, will you see me bet an over on passing yards an over on a receiver's receiving yards, and an over on a rushing yards for a running back. If I bet if I bet receiving yards, it's on a tight end or a running back. If I bet anything for a wide receiver, it's the longest reception. I find those markets that aren't necessarily popular to bet the over on. Yeah, unders are usually the sharper play, but nobody likes betting unders. And to be honest, no. is this is this a Super Bowl? You know, because obviously. 
It's one game. So unders overall in, you know, a large sample size do hit, but one game in particular, unders don't always have to hit. And especially in a game like this, where we have great receivers, guys that go for a ton of yards, high volume passing offense. Like, is this a, a Super Bowl trending on a lot of overs? From a props perspective, I mean, the public's always going to be betting the overs. The thing for me is this total's dropping. Instead of me going and betting unders because the total's dropping, I go bet overs on field goals. This could be one of those field goal-type games where you look at some players like Evan McPherson who have been on a tear. He's gone 12 for 12 in the playoffs this year in field goals. He's kicked over one-and-a-half field goals in all three of the playoff games. He's kicked over one-and-a-half field goals in three out of the four games where he's played indoors, which he's going to get at SoFi this week. Plus, his total's dropping, and the Bengals are underdogs. Those are the things that I look for, and that's why I like the over one-and-a-half field goals on Evan McPherson. Have you dared to try and handicap and bet on the running back prop market? Because that's the one that, I don't know, it's tripping me up a little bit. Most of the guests I've spoken to, it's tripping them up a little bit, especially the Rams side is kind of getting hard to decipher. But in terms of running backs, is there any bets that stood out to you? Running backs, it's interesting. Someone just brought up to me, Samaje Pirine, the running back of the Bengals, second string running back behind Joe Mixon. He is an interesting play for an over, whether it's receiving or rushing yards, because the Bengals are going to have to get smart about dumping the ball off because they're up against one of the top 10, even top five defensive lines in the league. And the Bengals' offensive line is the bottom three worst. They're going to have to get smart about getting the ball out of Joe Burrow's hands quickly. And last week, there was a play that was run back for, what, 43 yards by Samaje Pirine? Stole my, or two weeks ago, it stole my Joe Mixon over on receiving yards at 27 and a half, which landed at 27. The ball went to Pirine. I could see them getting creative in Cincinnati, trying to establish more with Pirine. So he's an interesting running back option. I do know some people really like the Mixon receiving yards for the same reason I just gave out Pirine. I'm not betting any of the Rams running back props, whether it's over, under. They announced that Daryl Henderson is eligible to play in the Super Bowl. That now creates a three running back room in L.A. No, thank you. Don't want to cap nope. it. Yeah. Don't know how they're going <laughs> to use them. I'm staying away. Yeah, no, no. You're complete, it could count me completely out of that. No way am I going to go anywhere near a Rams running back for the Super Bowl. Receivers, though, um, that's that's the one where I, f- I think I have found some of my favorite props. Uh, there's a lot to love in terms of this market, but it seems like I I love everything outside of Cup and Chase. Uh, but how have you kind of handicapped the wide receiver market? I'll give you one outside of Cup and Chase. That's the over 17.5 yards on the longest reception for Rams wide receiver Van Jefferson. He has gone over this number in 13 of the 15 games he's the last 15 games he's played. The only reason last game that he didn't go over this was because he got injured in the first half. He finished the game, played the entire second half. The unfortunate part is that his quarterback, Matt Stafford, threw horrendous balls at him the entire second half. All uncatchable. Van Jefferson has been the X factor on this Rams offense. The defense for Cincinnati is going to be targeting OBJ and Cooper Cup. Van Jefferson finds a way to get open almost every game. That is why he has the second most 20-plus yard catches on the Rams behind Cooper Cup this year. He's my favorite longest reception prop of the game. 
Oh, I love longest reception props. Those are the bread and butter for Ariel Epstein. So when I get one of those, I know to listen to that. I, I like Van Jefferson too, by the way. I do think he is a good bet for the Super Bowl. And you know, before we get into you know even deeper some props, and uh, I just want to ask you, you know some of the props that you do have on the board instead of going over specific ones. First, we need to go over, obviously, spread and total real quick. Rams laying four points. The total is at 48.5. Those are the two most standard bets, the spread and the total, but do you have a bet on either of those? I like the point. I like, I'm like. i laying the points with the Rams. I like the Rams this year because I'm going with the motto, you win the game in the trenches, the better defense, at least the better front seven is the Los Angeles Rams. Now, I know that there's a lot to be said about Joe Burrow and how hot he's been recently, and Joe Burrow against top-notch, or excuse me, against bottom 10 receiving defenses um, have done really well. I mean, these secondaries have, he's been torching them. The problem is, I've looked back at some of these stats where Joe Burrow has been sacked a lot. Against teams that are top 10, defensive, de- uh, defensive teams that are top 10 in sacks. Well, they have gotten, I, I think it was all, but he's played He's had seven games this year where he's been up against a top 10 defense in sacks. Out of those seven, five of those seven, he's been sacked five times, and he threw a pick in all but one of those games. The thing with Joe Burrow is, I mean, I'm just a little concerned about what's going to happen when he's up against the top-notch defense. So with the Rams laying four in their home stadium, not that I think that really matters too much, I'm just going to rely on the better matchup here, which is the Rams offense versus the Bengals defense and the Rams' front seven versus that Bengals offensive line who allowed the third most sacks this season. All right, so I'll open it up to you for prop bets. Uh, I won't ask any specific one, wide receiver, running back. I'm going to open it up. Overall, what has been your favorite couple of prop bets that you've liked for this weekend? Well, I gave you two. I gave out McPherson and Van Jefferson. My other props that I like, I'm going with an over... 27 and a half yards on the longest reception by Jamar Chase. I'm not going to go quantity here with his receiving yards and receptions because he's probably going up against one of the best corners in the league, Jalen Ramsey. There is a chance, though, that these two LSU, these two LSU champions try to connect on a deep ball at least a few times in this spot. I'm not, again, it's, it's too many yards. It's too many receptions against the top-notch corner. I just am looking for them to connect on one. And the Rams have allowed for 14 games this year where there's a 30-yard catch or more against their defense. They average, about, uh, they average about 37 yards allowed for longest catch each game. That's why I like for Jamar Chase to be that player to go over his longest reception prop in Cincinnati. Another couple of props that I like, it's the same one for two different players on the same team. I bet the over four and a half total tackles on Aaron Donald and Von Miller. They are both for separate reasons. First off, again, Bengals offensive line, very bad. Second, Aaron Donald is a defensive player of the year who has a chip on his shoulder because he was just in the Super Bowl about three years ago and he lost 13 to three. If you bet the over four and a half total tackles on Aaron Donald in that Super Bowl, he left happy. He had five. That was after he had back-to-back playoff games with only two tackles. That's why it doesn't scare me. After Aaron Donald hasn't had the most electric postseason, he went over four and a half total tackles once. He had about two tackles the other game. That's fine. He had five in that Super Bowl. I could see him doing the same thing in this spot. Now, there was also Von Miller. Von Miller was more because he was a sketchy, fishy line. 
Miller's prop was three and a half total tackles the entire playoffs. He went over it in the first two playoff games, and all the books did was overly juice his over to minus 160 in the NFC Championship. In the NFC Championship game, Miller went under three and a half total tackles. Why did the book raise it to four and a half then all of a sudden in the Super Bowl? Bad offensive line. Well, there were two games this regular season where Von Miller was a Ram and was up against the bottom 10 offensive line. He had five and six total tackles in both of those games. That was against the Seahawks and the Ravens. There are four out of the eight regular season games that these two players played together where they both had over five tackles, so it is possible they could both go over four and a half total tackles. I at least see one of them doing it. So Ariel Epstein, we're talking with right now on the Dr. Glad Regrow Your Hairline. You can follow her at Ariel Epstein and check out her work over at Yahoo Sportsbook. Uh, I want to go away from football. I know crazy Super Bowl coming up, just a few days. But there was a big thing that kind of happened with the Sixers today with James Harden being traded to Philadelphia. And I was stunned, absolutely stunned, to go back to the futures market and see that the Nets are still not only the favorites to win the Eastern Conference, but still tied with the Warriors as a favorite to win the NBA championship. Is that crazy, or am I just missing something here? It's slightly crazy. The only thing is that there is still a lot of talent between Ben Simmons and Kyrie Irving with Kevin Durant. It's just a matter of the two knuckleheads playing together. Can Kyrie Irving (laughs) and Ben Simmons like stay on the straight and narrow and make it through the season and not like decide all of a sudden to opt out. I guess we'll see. Kevin Durant's going to have his hands full. I love the Sixers. I've told you out of all the Philly teams, the Sixers are the team I could get behind because I love your center Joel Embiid. This is the piece to me. And I know some Sixers fans feel differently about James Harden. If the two of them can work together. And I have to imagine that the Sixers asked Joel Embiid how he felt about James Harden. If the two of them can get together, that is your second star that could help Joel Embiid. That's what you needed. Isn't that what we spoke about this entire season? Yep. If you could get one extra all-star next to Joel Embiid, then you guys could be a championship team? Yeah. And that's James Harden. The thing is, can they work together just the ball out? Yeah, I mean, we've seen James Harden play, I guess, 16 games with um, Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. Not many. James Harden can dish the ball out. I guess so can anybody, except James Harden's been a top-five assist leader in the last couple of years. It, it is the extra piece that Joel Embiid could need. Let's see how it goes. I mean, I, I, the NBA is so unpredictable. You can't predict chemistry with the NBA. These players have zero loyalties to anybody, as we see in the trade deadline every year. It's the most exciting trade deadline because these players literally could care less if they stay where they are. That's why the NBA, I can't tell you how it's going to go. What I know is that Joel Embiid needed one more all-star next to him to be a championship contender, and he's got one now. Yeah, and it would have been ideal to get an all-star point guard, and they did. They got it. They got a guy who's dishing out assists as the the, uh, the highest rate, second best in assists per game. I mean, James Harden is exactly what the Sixers needed. So I'll be straight up and ask you this. Can the Sixers win the NBA Finals? Yeah, they can. I mean, they are a well-balanced team. You've got another player now who consistently put up over 20 points. You have another another player now that can dish out the ball to Joel Embiid or any other player. Is the depth an issue? Maybe. You did lose Seth Curry, who I know isn't an all-star, but he is one of those players that can help you be that third, fourth player on the team to just get you over that edge in offensive scoring. It's maybe the depth. I just The East is so close. It's going to be which team gets hot at the right time. To me, Miami is the team to really be worried about. 
Miami has a really good defense. They're getting healthy. They have a bunch of all-stars. They have a bunch of players that have been there before with the experience in the NBA Finals from just a couple of years ago. I really love this Miami team. That's the team that I could see Philly really having a hard time with because the two of them match up pretty well. Well, Ariel, it is one of the biggest days of the year and also one of the biggest betting days of the year. Good luck with all of the prop bets and any bets you may have for the game coming up this Sunday. And, uh, well, go Rams, basically, is uh, what I want to say to you. Go Rams. Good luck. (laughs) I'm sure we will discuss next week and have some great things and horrible things to talk about. Uh, I'm sure we're going to complain about something. I can't wait for it. And that's that's what I'm really excited about. That's the motto here. That's the motto here every Thursday night. We just complain about something that happened. I love it. I love you can come on the show and just vent your frustrations out. That's, That's what this show is here for. Uh, Ariel, thank you. If I'm still venting next Thursday at this time, it's going to be a problem. (laughs) Yeah, there had to have been something going really wrong. Uh, Ariel, (laughs) thank you for joining me. Uh, Enjoy your weekend. And again, good luck with all the bets that you have this weekend. Good luck. That is Ariel Epstein. Follow her at Ariel Epstein on Twitter. And check out all of her work over at Yahoo Sportsbook. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.